Josh, I have to I I have to address the uh, elephant in the room. You know what's that? What's that? <laughs> Do you love me more than your wife? Only when she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You've got questions. Yo, feeling grounded. Welcome to. Oh, and our voice announcer, we missed you. With your hosts, <laughs> Josh and Joe. Oh, season, season two. two. Season two. Season two. Can't believe this is about a week from right now. It's going to be our uh, anniversary of when we started season one. I know. That's crazy. One <laughs> year. I've never done anything consecutively for one year. <laughs> I can proudly say. <laughs> well, I can probably mention like your guitar playing though. That's true. Well, yeah. Okay. Who's that? <laughs> being married, being a dad. So there's a few things. So, I guess. so, there, so there is a bunch of stuff. <laughs> We're not consistent oh, at all. Not, you guys should all just log off right now. Speaking of which, uh, thank you guys also uh, for people tuning in after the fact or tuning in right now. I really appreciate it. I can speak also for Josh. He really appreciates it too. This is a. Uh, probably one of our most fun things that we have ever done josh and i uh so speaking of which uh this is feeling grounded podcast please follow us on twitch uh to see our live streams we live stream every sunday at 3 p.m and also on our instagram page you guys will be able to see exclusive content that josh and i genuinely love to put out there follow us also on youtube as well spotify we're on apple Podcasts. check our link in our bio for instagram and you guys will see the other links that we are attached to Oh, yeah, we spread our, we spread good. ourselves out pretty thin. <laughs> yeah, yes, we do. And we're all over the place, but it's good. It's good. Among it's other sick. things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, it's been like, how long has it been? Like a month or something? Yeah, we took a longer hiatus than we wanted to spend some time yeah. with family. Yeah, definitely. Definitely kind of moving in a direction. Uh, having some good life changes i would hope i know we got to talk about like how things are going you know yeah even before this like our prep meeting which is on twitch right now we didn't really talk about our lives we were just talking about today's episode and for the rest of the month too those episodes as well so we didn't really get too much uh insight into how each of us were in the past month yeah yeah so how you doing man how, how's life life has been difficult mm. uh in other ways, there's been resting recuperation, so I can speak for that and be fortunate enough. Yeah. You can finally see my chin cause you, and my jawline, which, speaking of which, I've been chewing a lot of gum, so it's been a lot more chiseled. <laughs> I'm, talking yeah. about, I'm talking about really, like, I shaved, and now I just have 5 o'clock shadow right now. Right. My hair has been growing out a lot more, so I have that luxury. If I had more beard, I'd look homeless. I have a haircut scheduled in a week and a half. I might mm -hmm. cancel it because I kind of like this long hair. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of growing my hair out too. And then uh, my beard, I've been, I've been keeping it pretty trim. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm kind of a, have a desire to look homeless, but I don't know yet. <laughs> the um, Let's see. Uh, you just have to look at our very first episode to see Homeless Joe. So if you want to see what Joe looks like <laughs> yeah. with him. The Go gross on YouTube. Yep. beard. No. 
<laughs> it was when I was doing the year challenge, and then That's I right. realized that was when masks were still in full force, and that it kind of grosses up the beard. I could oh, get man. it back. I could. My hair was just as long as it is now, mm. but I look a lot more clean cut and a lot more approachable. People weren't scared <laughs> off at my face. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... I told myself I'm not going to shave my beard off until I'm at my goal weight, which I'm getting closer to. But uh, yeah. eventually we're going to try it. I, I did go to like a one, which I haven't done a one in like forever. Um, so I'm going to give it a try and shave it off completely. when Easter um, time? Yeah, around Easter. Around Figured, Easter. yeah. Probably. Either that or like the summer. I may do during the summer, but we'll see. Wow. Yeah. I, I haven't seen you shaved off since college. We, For people that are just clinging in right now, uh, Josh and I were old college buddies, and we didn't even really talk freshman year. No, yeah. I think we, our sophomore year is when we started uh, started hanging, yeah, being being good buds, and then eventually we you know, became very close our senior year. And then we started living together. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Let's just see. I wonder if I have... Oh, I can't do it on this. Um, just like show that picture, but I don't think you I still can. have it. Uh, oh man, I'm kidding. Yeah, get yeah, that stuff up. Yeah, it's in my. Uh, yeah, let me see if I can do this. I can, I'll share my screen in a little bit once I find the picture of us in. I think it was our sophomore year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All right, let's see oh, that. you got the hugging one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna awkwardly take forever to try to find this picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Joe, I'm, actually... well, I'm trying to find this. Yeah, tell me more. Tell me more. How, how's your well, life? Well, in the past month, uh, there's been a lot of like ups and downs. For example, I'll, I'll talk about really uh, my crappy right now. Um, I got hit. My car got hit uh, oh. two weeks ago. It was a hit and run. Oh, I have the video. Here's the video. Here's the picture. Oh, man. Let's take a look at this. Oh, man. Look at that. It's not exactly a comb over. I think I just took a shower right beforehand. And uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> wow, Very look at cool. those triceps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what were you saying? So you got hit? Your car got hit? Yeah, I uh, hit and run. I was away from the scene. I had just started going to the chiropractor just for preventative care. My I, I, my body's fine, but uh, I'll talk more about that later. I got hit by a school bus, supposedly a school bus. That's what people who were near the scene. I tried to get security footage of the uh, event, and just, they didn't have it. All respective hmm. parties, all nearby buildings. So uh, it was like me chasing the Zodiac. You know, you can't find them, <laughs> you know, so yeah, there you go. That's um, annoying. I'm, I'm, I haven't exhausted all options yet, so there's still hope. But, you know, it's mm. it'll be like a needle in the haystack. So we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's not man. it's not Is I don't it... think it's I don't think it's imperative for insurance company. So we'll sure. see how well how bad was the is the damage? Was it like really sideswiped on, or like on my lose? left side? There's a big gash. Uh, oh, 
so it's not the end of the world. Car still runs great. The mirror has to be replaced because the plastic on the back came off. It's not like you can just put plastic on the on the back anyway. Right. So, so huh. I'm lucky that like it wasn't totally totaled. Sorry for the right. redundancy. Totally totaled. Um, totally totaled. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> there you go. I would wear that shirt. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, bro. That's not fun. It's, well, it's not the worst thing in the world. I was probably at like a 6 out of 10 as far as agitation is concerned. Um, okay. Yeah. I had, <laughs> some choice, I had some choice words about the situation. You were a 6 on the Richter scale. <laughs> Earthquakes were about to happen, man. Mm, mm, feel that. Cool. Well, what, up, what about some good things in your life? What's, what's like a good thing from okay. um, recent weeks? Well, I would say that there's been a lot more involvement for me at my church. I've been working with youth mm-hmm. there, uh, so developing a lot more relationships and also uh, a lot more worship guitar playing. Because I, for people who don't know, I play guitar for my church every Sunday for two services, uh, and it's a blast. Um, getting more of a feel of it because I had never played that genre ever at this point a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming up to that uh, as far as the timetable goes. I'm really excited uh, for things moving forward um, with church, getting more comfortable with Sound of Fire this morning. Uh, nice. Yeah. So That's great. That's great. Same with me. <laughs> yeah, we're, you know, Claire and I are playing at Mass. And, uh, yes. We, um, today we had a children's choir, and there's like a lot of people there, and it was, it was really awesome um, doing some big – we did some Shane and Shane songs. I don't know if you've ever heard any Shane and Shane, but um, it's pretty fun. I haven't. Mm-hmm. Send, send me you. some text. Send me a text. Yeah, I'll send you a video or two. Yeah, the song was really cool and it sounded really, really great. I heard lots mm-hmm. of sniffles afterwards. So, you know, when you hear sniffles that people are impacted. Yeah, music's doing its thing. But, but yeah, I would say uh, for me, uh, I had a lot of changes in the past month or so. Um, I got a job. I'm yeah. at my, my lowest weight again, which is good. Um, so the job that I got is uh, I'm teaching music. So I'm a private music instructor at a school, music school, about 45 minutes from here. So I uh-huh. do guitar, I do piano, and I do drums. Um, and I already have a ton of students already, which is crazy. Like they really loaded me on, like loaded on real fast, um, right. which is good, which is great. So it's it's uh, it's really happening which is mm-hmm. which is dope but um i've been well pretty happy with that and the kids are doing really well things are going well Can't really complain. yeah they're not sick anymore every time i feel yeah. like we've talked your kids have been sick well as of today <laughs> as of like this moment <laughs> they're okay but uh yeah that's part of my crappy literally crappy if you know what i'm saying um, we'll be that, but, uh, thanks again. Thanks again. That's all. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I'm um, really happy to be doing a live show. This is so cool that we can do this live now. Yeah, with this, exactly. With this awesome um, thing it feels, it feels format. a lot more, ge- it feels a lot more genuine. I mean, we're always genuine guys to, for the most part. Uh, there's no faking, nope. but, uh, yeah. Now everyone can see all the flubs all the times and I <laughs> trip over my own words and, <laughs> ums and us yeah say all the dumb things that i say without thinking it's good 
Nah. Uh, all right. You wanna you wanna slide into the, some happy crappies? Yeah, sure. Is that cool with you? No. No, it's not cool with you. All right. Well, too bad. It's time for happy crappy. So my happy. That was actually a pretty good transition. We'll yeah, get there. Um, so my happy was I started going to the chiropractor um, and I can briefly explain why I had gotten a massage at where I work and mm. they just talked with me a bunch of like spinal misalignment stuff. Like it's just a little bit deviated. And if you let it go too much, it's particularly also like in the neck too, which is a big concern area for me. Essentially what they teach is subluxation. Have you ever heard that term before subluxation? Nope. They see the discs in your entire spine. They connect uh, to the rest of the nervous system, like, you know, because your spine like connects to the uh, central nervous system. And if there's any like misalignment, eventually those nerves, like those discs are going to like shrink, shrink, shrink. Mm-hmm. And then the bones, they'll, you know, start grinding. Um, and essentially, that's why you see a lot of older folks have like back problems, just problems like in their neck or something like that. it's because it's getting all bony and it's getting misaligned even, even more. Mm. Um, and all those bones are grinding against each other. Bare bones. That's the argument right here. And so if you align it, especially early enough, like me, I'm only 27. Uh, I'm only like in their phase one, which is the most mild. Uh, mm. so really the only concerns are in my neck. Basically after eight months of treatment, I should be fully. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Man. That's so, great. Um, I went to a couple classes beforehand because they have like they offer free food there. And who's going to deny free food in this day and age? Um, <laughs> so that's always fun to go to. Uh, they have you on for depending on your treatment. They have you three times a week mm. for 15 minute adjustment or something like that. And then in a couple weeks, I'll be just two a week. And then at the very end, just one adjustment a week. Sure. Does it does it hurt or does it feel good? Like, is it? Is it a bad uh, experience? Essentially, like the the lead up to it is the time that I'm the most anxious because sure. they they use a lot of pressure, mm. uh, quick pressure. It's quick, so like it's basically like you getting a shot or something mm. like that. It happens like that. Like if you're ever scared of shots or something like that. So, yeah, uh, you have to like breathe out. Which when I'm anticipating, you know, the crack, I'm like, oh breathe just it's gonna be fine <laughs> yeah 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 Yeah, i've never been uh, in that so scenario I, before so i don't i don't know what that would be like no so far i endorse it okay cool. <laughs> yeah i've i've actually right been now. thinking that's part of my crappy is like i've been having some neck pain myself mm-hmm. and uh just like some yeah because it's worth it i'm sure i'm yeah i'm the only reason i went was because it was a free consultation they do an x-ray to just tell you what's up with uh, your body, and then you come back like a, a week later or so, like and a be plan. Like, hey, they have a plan let, for let's, you. Let's 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 review. Um, do you want to just be treated, or do you want it to be corrected? And of course, you want it to be corrected. You don't want to stay in the same position that you're in, especially if you're worse for wear. Right. Right. You know? Yeah, well, that makes sense. So, yeah. Well, well, cool, man. Well, cool. So that's your uh, that's your crappy then, right? Because you've. What did you say? Was that your happy? No, no, that 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 is definitely my happy because, happy. Uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, obviously, it gets a little bit sore right after the fact, but then you know you put your heating pad on. You're good uh, to go. Cool, man. Cool. Yeah, you're good to go. Let let things open up. Mm-hmm. Sure. 
Well, my happy is uh, just a, a, some pretty cool days at work. And then um, uh, today, my family, they're starting a weight loss pool. So my side of the family, not my wife's side. Um, they decided, gosh, recently, recently that they were going to uh, do this weight pool um, where the uh, everyone's going to put in a hundred bucks and then try to uh, try to lose, you know, lose their um, lose as much weight as possible within three months. So everyone, uh -huh. I think there's like seven people or so that um, put in some money. So it's like my parents, my grandparents, my brother, my sister, me. We're all going to do this thing. We're going to see at the end, after the end of three months, who looks the best, who's lost the most yeah. weight, and then they're going to yeah. get the get the pool. You know, um, so I'm really yeah. looking forward to that. It's it's good. It's exciting. Like added motivation on top of the stuff that I've already been doing, and I've, I needed yeah. a little push because the past two months or so, I haven't really seen as much improvement in my yeah, weight yeah. loss and exercise. Um, well, when so you're at that plateau, nice. you kind of have to like add some other yeah. various things to confuse to confuse the body a little bit more so that you can yeah exactly you have to work, uh, make you have to that work sudden harder change. and you're, you're, mm -hmm. it just makes everything a little bit harder um yeah that's, that's the thing okay. just work just just work harder that's all you got to do just work harder yeah it's easy. that's yeah well simple as that just just <laughs> just just lose the weight that's all you got to do <laughs> it's easy. what are you doing you dingus why are you sad just be happy <laughs> yeah just be happy just work harder come on but uh, yes, that's my happy. It's, it's exciting. Newfound inspiration and motivation to achieve my goal, my resolution of being 220 pounds. And right now I'm at 233. So I'm getting there, getting close. You know, oftentimes whenever New Year's resolutions happen, I'm not saying this is you or your family at all. Right. Sure. Um, but I often see people on social media say, I'm going to announce on social media that in a week from now, I'm going to start losing a bunch of weight. Like they're advertising it, but for this first first week, I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and then once I lose all the weight, I'm going to post again. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just start. The, um, just yeah, start it. Just do stuff. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to do things just... for show. That's something I hate about social media is, is people doing things for show. It's like virtue signaling and all that stuff. It's like, come on, just just be real. Like, jump into your real life and do something. Don't like just announce to the world. Honestly, I'm not a bit surprised because everybody became an, a health expert and then all of a sudden we're all geopolitical experts. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm so glad but, I don't have social media because that's it's really saving me from stress, I think. But um well I know, I know. Uh oh okay, yeah, yeah, when I got rid of when I got rid of Facebook and Snapchat, mm -hmm. I don't need it. Yeah. Agreed. Hundred percent. No, I just gotta stop. Check out news sources. That's that's where I my next thing I'm working on. Got rid of social media, Absolutely. but now it's too many trips to news sites. It'll be um, a bunch of fear mongering, and we're still seeing oh, yeah, it. Definitely, an outrage porn. You know, like just like it's just awful stuff. Like just makes you yeah. scared and angry on purpose. Like just so you get addicted to those responses and neurologic and neurologically screwed up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, mm -hmm. it's not good. There's this Ted talk. I saw, I didn't watch it, but I saw it. I saw that it was, that it exists. <laughs> and there was a guy talking about how he quit news and he hasn't watched news for like 30, 40 years. And the whole idea of that is like, Hey, we shouldn't be watching news because the news that we have is like supposed to be entertainment. 
So the yeah. whole concept is like just getting your endorphins and your emotions fired up on different topics and the way that they word things and all this stuff to like try to get you to, to respond a certain way so that you like want to keep watching. Um, yeah. And of course, everything. But nowadays, really, as, we but know really as we're seeing, it's it's more it's more divisive than ever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So now it's all narrative driven. So it's just. It's and now why do you worse. think that we took out our new segment uh, months and months ago? Yeah, exactly. Just because it's awful. We don't want to be like that. I mean, no, obviously, no. in our talks, we'll still be privy to those subjects, I'm sure, right. at some point. But as far as it being scheduled all the time, no. Yeah, no way. No thanks. Hard pass. Hard pass. Plus, I'm an idiot, and I don't really know that much. So <laughs> I can't really contribute or sound like a intelligent human being when I try to talk about these topics. So, Well, I can't really blame you because it's just what do you trust? Yeah, there is that too. You're getting all this information from everywhere and nothing's true. How did we get on this topic? <laughs> um, all right, so mm. my happy, that was my happy, it was the weight loss pool. So I'm excited. We talked we about, we talked about, oh yeah, we talked about weight loss and then just yeah, got then into, health, you know, media, divisiveness and news. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, all right. All right fair crappies, enough. do you want to go first? Yeah, uh, it would probably have to be not finding the security footage of uh, the the poor soul that you know grazed my car poor unfortunate souls yeah so if only i can find the zodiac right now we'll see <laughs> yeah it's a zodiac killer apparently they figured that out somebody actually figured out who it was did you did you see that no there was a news story i want to say gosh i was still living in smithtown when i saw it so it was at least a year, a year ago, um, where this guy, this like expert coding guy that cracked uh, the, this, this, the codes or whatever. Remember, he, he would like write down yeah, the, the ciphers. Cipher, ciphers. Yeah. And um, somebody like figured it out finally. And it was like a, a side, like third party guy that was just smart enough to like to, to, to crack it. And he figured out who it was. And so now we know it's identified. We have are you sure yeah are you yeah. sure because this I'm, is 40 I'm... like the killer is most likely dead yeah no yeah i think i think he's dead yeah zodiac okay because killer. i love the zodiac movie i'm i wouldn't say i'm an expert at all but i've watched that so many times obviously it's clearly biased to one person named arthur lee allen uh right. which people still didn't rule him out even after he got a supposed heart attack i love this this whole story because it's so interesting mm -hmm. all um, right um yeah yeah it's true oh yeah i'll show it to you Right here. Bam. What do you got? So okay, Zodiac Killer real, real identity, identity finally, finally revealed. This isn't clickbait, is it? Okay. Uh, according to a report from the rap, FBI and police, California. Okay. You got a name? Definitely, if they're referencing Batman, that movie that just yeah. came out, which I did see, they're definitely referencing the Zodiac this guy Killer. Right here, I'm, I don't want to okay, say because I don't, I don't want to give him screen time. But this is who, yeah, or like just to even say his name. But right, right. They figured okay, out. Okay, I'll continue. Was, yeah. Oh, and of course they they put in the Jake Gyllenhaal uh, movie. Yeah, and it was, it's Robert Downey Jr. too, right? Yeah. Yep, yeah, on yeah. the left, and you also yeah. got a Mark Ruffalo. Really. I've never seen yeah, this Mark, movie. Yeah, Mark, dude, it's on Netflix. Go ahead, go for it. I I totally recommend it. One of my favorites. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo yes. is the uh, 
the uh, policeman on the case. Very cool. Yeah. Works in homicide. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. But as I said before, that is uh, still invading my mind a little bit. It was a lot worse last week. Mm-hmm. We're trying to like find this guy. Uh, but I had to pray with uh, my young adult group a couple of days ago. Just be like, hey, it's a little bit consuming. This hatred I have for somebody that I don't even know. And it could have just been an accident. I mean, it was an accident. I'm sure they didn't maliciously do it. But maybe they didn't even know and they just kept on driving and didn't yeah, just I mean, like, oh, maybe, I hit somebody. Yeah, maybe they didn't even realize it. Um, yeah, I'm sorry that happened to you, bro. That's that's never fun with stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, car stuff is just awful, especially with, with things with accidents. Uh, it can be such mm-hmm. a hassle, it's just annoying to have to take care of it and like go to all these lengths to, to deal with that kind of scenario. Um, yeah, my lease is up in my car in about six, five, six months. Uh, and I'm thinking about just keeping this car, even though I've had some bad luck with it, it still runs great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just with this whole microchip situation. Am I actually do it because i'm pretty low on that mileage right now i might as well just finance it pay it off and then eventually sell it and then get something totally different Good. uh because you go i i have a car that's pretty close to the ground i want something that you know it's an upgrade it is raised up from there i just like bigger cars yeah yeah, yeah. i feel that so cool, i'm gonna stick with it most likely we'll see cool uh, well what about your crappy so my crappy is yeah my my younger younger boy, younger son, he had a, some belly problems the past like three or four days, and that was not fun to deal with. <laughs> uh, let's just say that some lower GI, very me- a lot of messes I had to clean up. <laughs> Let me just say that. Um, but he's much was better. It, uh, is today. it Eli? It was Eli, right? No, no, it's John. Oh, the, okay. yeah, the twin, one of the twins. Um, but yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. Other than that, I mean, and then my neck has been bugging me a little bit. I've been kind of stiff. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much it. I've been, I've been pretty happy. Things have been good. Can't really complain that much. All good things. Cool. Yeah, go to the chiropractor. I'll find a good <laughs> one for you. <laughs> yeah, sure thing. That sounds good, brother. All we'll, right, you wanna... we'll, we'll, go, we'll go together after our... After our haircut at the Italian place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love it. Right, yeah, man. let's go into timeline. Let me move into timeline. Absolutely. The future is inevitable, but let's travel back in time. So, this point, March 13th, 1781, mm-hmm. the planet Uranus. Uranus? Uranus? Comment it's, what you guys- it's, it's Uranus? Comment what you guys think it is because I'm stupid and I've heard it from experts on both sides. Um, maybe I'm just a follower. Maybe I'm, maybe, yeah, maybe I just follow with the crowd. All right, so Uranus, Uranus is discovered. <laughs> Gosh, I discovered Uranus. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, March 13th, 1781, the planet Uranus discovered. So, English astronomer, his name is William Herschel, he observed this day, 1781, the seventh planet from the sun. Uranus. It was first described to him as a curious, either nebulous star or perhaps even a comet. And it was named for the father of the god Saturn. Hmm. Which was Uranus. (laughs) 
Uh, so on this day, uh, William Herschel, he discovered Uranus, the first of the planets to be discovered in modern times. Crazy. Oh. So prior to Herschel's discovery, all of the known planets were identified about thousands of years prior. And in fact, like other stargazers, right, had seen the planet mm -hmm. as early as 128 BC. But, you know, they all believed it was a star. So obviously they had seen it before, but they thought it was this ginormous star, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so the name Uranus, Uranus, I guess I'm back to that, uh, caught on and received this widespread support. After a while, the newly discovered element, uranium, actually, mm. bombs, thanks, Plankton, uh, was named to show support for uh, this idea. And by 1850, as early as 1850, Uranus was officially adopted as the name of the seventh planet. Wow. Well, there you go. There you go. I love it. <laughs> I, yeah, I never knew that about about Uranus <laughs> and uh, how it was discovered like that. That's kind of cool. I wonder how they like made those. Like, how was astronomy a thing like way back then? I mean, I'm sure they they they, they had it. You know, I know they like map stars and like all that stuff. But did they have like telescopes and things like that back then? For this like, one, like, it was very it was primitive. Dur during 1781, did they? They did. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And even before that, yeah, I guess they must have, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of probably a dumb question, but <laughs> we didn't major in science, so no, no. the more you know. I don't know anything about astronomy. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna come out and say that I know that there's stars in the sky and that the sun is present. And it's well, hot. if I had taken the astronomy <laughs> class at school at college, I would have been able to. However, it was a scheduling conflict, and they only had one timetable, so I had to uh, take geology. Wow, rocks. you took geology. I yeah, took uh, it was I took a, physical it, science. It was a it was a chore that that class, and I got like a B minus because mm. after like the halfway point, I was like, I don't understand this. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I, I hate gen eds. Like I think that it's, it's such a stupid thing. Like I, I understand the idea of it. Like hey, you should get oh your well core classes education. Yep. You should learn things other than the stuff that you're focused on. But yeah, there's a well developed background. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, you know, but some some of those classes that make no sense, like they always have a university course that you're supposed to take at the beginning of your it's college, like, like learning how to our, how to exist. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, not even that. Learning how to learn, like that was our book. Yeah. Learning how to learn, and right. those papers. That's how you learn how to BS a paper. Because <laughs> yeah. it's literally just <laughs> drivel two pages of you saying yeah i really got to make sure i think about what i say before i and before i act you know that's really mm. important i'm very 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 excited to learn how to incorporate that into my life it's so <laughs> so so engaging when i can have a conversation <laughs> with my team like you know just on and on and on oh wow this is a really a plus paper yeah i know exactly <laughs> where did you get your degree lady yeah, it's it's ridiculous. That's what I think with um that's why I'm like really big on the concept of the conservatories, like really focusing on one thing and then everything is kind of within within the the confines of like your vocation or like your desire, your job, all and I think that's there's something great to that. Something mm -hmm. great to that. Because mm -hmm. are we designed Anyways. to just focus on one pursuit? Mm. Yep. Yeah. Do that well-developed background thing 
and incorporate how to do your taxes too, because that that's pretty important. And we kind of don't do that for some mm. backwards reason. Uh, yeah, in no, uh, really middle school, that. right? Yeah, they should teach you that stuff. <laughs> All right, cool. So that was yours, discovering Uranus. Mine was in March 13, 1943. It was a failed assassination attempt on Adolf Hitler during oh, okay. during a flight. Okay, so he, there was apparently twenty assassination attempts close to close to 20 assassination attempts upon him that um obviously the first instance is before he actually worked. had power yeah 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 the first one was in 1921 he was doing this rally in um munich and mm -hmm. this guy just in the crowd like took out a weapon and fired at did it impact him, him? and then no it missed him but then he he responded by sh shooting back <laughs> Which was crazy because apparently he, he always carried uh, he always carried one with him. Um, but basically, so this this thing happened where um, some people were, were plotting to take him out, mm -hmm. and uh, they figured out that he was going to fly to the Western Front. I think it was the Western Front um, okay. during the war on D Day. Okay, just to see how things were going, like how how the situation is looking. So he he uh, you know he took this flight to i want to say minsk or somewhere berlin mm -hmm. i don't know somewhere and um so these people like figured that out they figured out what plane he was using they got the blueprints for it and yeah. then they like wrote out how we're gonna do this thing uh and then they actually like planted this explosive device on the plane wow. and they put it they put like this um i forget what, it's kind of it was kind of it's kind of like c c4 where uh -huh. it's like a pliable kind of putty substance that yeah. um, they had a fuse going to it and they put it in a bottle of brandy and they put it in the, this, the, the cargo area of this, of this yeah. plane. But apparently because the cargo area was so cold that it did not go off because it was so cold. <laughs> and so this perfect attempt in this article that I was reading said that it was like, it was like, it, it should have worked. It just changed um, the course of history. <laughs> it changed the course of history because it, because it was too cold for this thing to go off um and it just failed to detonate leaving him okay and landing and making it and surviving until the end of the war what do they call this operation flash operation flash yeah yeah which makes sense they had the, they had the, <laughs> they had the most based names ever i know honestly they really did joe have you seen inglorious bastards of course i have i remember seeing oh, it in theaters such a good movie such a good movie Anyways, so that's mine. That's my timeline. Honestly, some of the other ones, like all those World War II movies, which just shows the pinnacle of our um, our camaraderie as a nation. Mm -hmm. uh, I just love World War II movies. For example, Valkyrie. Uh, yeah. Obviously, that took place in Germany. But I also love uh, one most recent one came was uh, Operation Finale with uh, Oscar Isaac, Ben Kingsley. That was a good one, too. Good and good and uh, it was a good one uh, mm -hmm. about Adolf Eichmann and uh, they're trying to capture him uh, for his crimes in the back in the 1940s. Uh, I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they captured Crazy. him in the uh, early 60s, I believe. For the Nuremberg things mm -hmm. trials. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how hard. like you know if that had worked, what would have taken place afterwards? Yeah. 
how different things would have become. Alternate history is, I mean, you can debate it at any point, but when someone actually puts it into work, like for example, Man in the High Castle, where uh, Germany and Japan won, mm -hmm. and you just have like this dystopian uh, United States that's split down the middle between Germany and uh, Japan. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, Amazon Prime, I think it is. I'm still working on the show. I, the last episode, I, I mean, it's a great show. I had just yeah. been focused on Seinfeld or some other show. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, sure thing, man, sure thing. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's, you look uh, great, though. You... you look great, Josh. <laughs> I look great. <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. So do you want to... Um... Oops. Do you want to dive into our main discussion the main discussion yes. of today i i can just a little bit yeah i can i kind of do want to just a little bit just a little bit just just a little tidbit discussion little tiddly winks all right joe what are we talking about today so how to be romantic as i said before josh do you love me more than your wife i think we are <laughs> the most romantic people in the entire world not towards each other I think we're we're at the bromance stage. We are not at the romance stage, and nor shall we right. ever be. Right. Uh, that was a little clickbaity. So sorry for people that are listening and uh, think otherwise. Want, want, <laughs> are, are trying to think of that outcome. That's not happening. We are bromance. <laughs> We've been best friends right. since 2015. Yeah. So, Josh, who's more romantic? Um, women or when? <laughs> Danger, 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 danger. <laughs> Alarm bells. Ringy, dingy, ding. <laughs> is, there, is there a real clear-cut answer? I have no idea. But what I do know is that men's romanticism oftentimes kicks their butts and plays mm -hmm. against them. Uh, you know, how many times, like for people listening right now, how many times has this happened to you? How many times, like for guys right now, maybe even girls too, how many times have guys met some girl that just rung all the bells, checked every single box. Yes, I want that in them or something like that. You've met her only a couple times, maybe even once, sure. And you just project this made up future. Your mind just goes like, and you're only like thinking about it for five minutes. And you know, a lot happens in five minutes when you're thinking. You project this made up future and you haven't even like talked with her for more than like 30 seconds or whatever. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i've definitely done that i've definitely done that <laughs> which is crazy to think about because because normally you know I, I like when you just said that like my thought was like well yeah i feel like women do that too but like men definitely do that they definitely do that because because i think women tend to dream about the wedding day and men have this desire of like let's just go all in and like <laughs> like think about it, the whole line you know um, I still oftentimes see, like, after talking with them, after they get engaged with their woman, of course, they're like, yeah, I got the engagement ring a week after we started dating. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. There's some people that are like that. Definitely, when did definitely. you when did you get your engagement ring with uh, Claire? So, well, I knew as soon as we started dating that she was the one. Yeah, like, you knew, I knew immediately. I knew yeah. immediately. Even, even before some I Some people met, are just well, wired that way. This yeah. is what I'm talking This is just proof to what you're saying. Before we even started dating, like the first time I met her, like honestly, when I saw her at the retreat where she was leading it and she just came yeah, yeah. into her room, I was like, this is, she's, she's going to be one. my wife. She's the yeah. one. <laughs> and it took me a little while before we started dating. But yeah, yeah. I mean, from then I knew. But the, I didn't buy the engagement ring until like the 
the week that I proposed. Oh, okay. But, um, so I, I didn't buy it right away. But you but knew I, like I where knew. you were gonna get it. You yeah, knew yeah. Uh, what type of what type of look it would be. Well, I don't sure. know about that. I just got something that was affordable. But... Don't lie. Don't lie. <laughs> you but, know uh, where you were going to get it, though. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah. But, um... Okay. Uh, yeah, like yeah. I said, I might not have a clear cut answer, but what I do know is that this kind of plays against them, and I'll get more into like the negative aspects of that in a tiny bit because this is how to be romantic. And here are your experts, Josh and Joe, if you didn't already know. Uh, so if you're living under a rock, which we all have been for the last two years. Um, yeah. Socialization just like went out the window. Yeah. It's really changed the game for the, the dating scene, but I'm hoping <laughs> for, for people that are out there dating mm-hmm. that, um, which I'm not, but, <laughs> but, um, you, you date know, yourself. You date. You date your wife still. You know. You still got to be that romantic. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's true. That's true. And then, um, hopefully, we return to some kind of a normal where people can can go out again and hang out and be together and, you know, that kind of atmosphere. But what is normal? What is. Yeah. But you imagine courting this person, uh, proposing to them on some hill or some mountaintop. Uh, you imagine the specific amount of kids that you're gonna have. Uh, and then, like, this is the funniest part. You imagine dying in their arms at age 87, 88, or whatever, uh, surrounded mm-hmm. by all of these kids that you guys are destined to have, and you only chatted with them once. <laughs> <laughs> How many yeah. times has this happened to you people? <laughs> Let us know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> it happens yeah, to yeah. every dude. It happens to every guy from what I know of, because obviously I'm a dude. Um, like, for example, high school, I cringe at, but mm. I love it at the same time because it's like I'm a totally different person. Like, that is, that's that Joe. This is mm. a, a different Joe. Like, I, of, I often think of myself as like a different, because this is like 10, 15 years ago. Uh, and it's and it's hilarious because like I remember I was talking with my brother-in-law in the middle of all this happening in high school we were working out and I, I said yeah like such and such person uh, and he said yeah in 15 years you're not going to really be thinking about this anymore and that's what's hilarious you're just going to be laughing at yourself yeah, um, yeah. well you know time there's a lot a lot changes a lot changes especially from from high school through college and on into adulthood like some yeah. big changes that occur, especially in in, in the bros, machine yeah. men. We tend mm-hmm. to mature at a much slower rate, I would say. So, mm-hmm. uh, the story I was gonna mention is yeah. that this probably happened to at least four or five girls in high school um, at random various points. You know, you have this opportunity that you're just like, yeah, I'm gonna talk to her. Like it's the end of the day. I'm gonna go to her locker or whatever, whatever, and then. You're walking by, you got to have like some friends near you or whatever, just to like, you know, pump you up. And then once you reach there and they're like, they just happen to like destined to lock eyes with you. You're like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, the heart starts thumping and you don't know what to say and start sweating a little bit. Sweaty palms. And then if you like shake somebody's hand and you sweaty, geez, that's that's like the eject button for most people. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty, yeah. Just get some get some talcum powder the uh, for, <laughs> for, for, for those rock, rock climbers. <laughs> You're like have somebody help you. you there, there are gym <laughs> classes in there, and they have that. 
There you go, man. That's great. That's great. Uh, yeah, but talking about, you know, you only chat with the, the person one time, and then you imagine, like, all this stuff happening, and you project all of that history that has not happened yet. This all comes mm. from, you know, a dude's ability to be planners, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's all in their head. They never write it down. Um, yeah, guys are planners. They plan futures. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I definitely I definitely agree with that. I mean, I 100% am a planner. Um, I think in, in different degrees and in different areas of my life, um, I, I thought definitely when I was like in high school, I had this whole plan of like what my life's going to be like. Like I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to marry my high school sweetheart. I'm going to become a music teacher. We're going to go back. I'm going to work at the school that I went to in high school. And then that's just going to be my life to the end of my days, you know. But then, of course, none of that happened at all. <laughs> complete, complete different direction, but uh, which I'm really happy it did. But um but the the whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even now, like every step of the way, when things change, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, now this is what it's going to be, and then it changes mm-hmm. again, and it's not that. And I'm like, oh, well, this is what it's going to be, and then right. oh, it's not that. And then this, so like I'm constantly like looking at the mm-hmm. next thing and the next stages of my life, being like just laying it out with the hope of of something, you know, something there. But um, yeah, I'm definitely a planner. Do you think because uh, you were mentioning hope right there, and obviously with hope and things don't actually end up because life happens things Mm -hmm. don't end up happening the way that hope uh would have it do you think that in that instance hope makes people depressed when things don't pan out the way that they want to as far as like romantic concerns are concerned well i think it just depends on the type of person that you are you know i think um a lot of people will either feel that way you know when when things may not go the way that they desire it to it may get them down and mm-hmm. and you know they may feel defeated um yeah. and i think rightfully so especially if it's like a rejection or or whatever it is and then all of a sudden it's like oh like this whole plan that i had it's ruined because she didn't like me or she didn't respond to this thing that i did but i feel mm-hmm. like in the same token there's another group of people that would be like no like this is an opportunity for growth this is an opportunity to you know you know, pull myself up and yeah, find the next and, special person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Move on from here, like learn from the mistakes, like learn mm-hmm. from this rejection, this failure, whatever, and then just, just run with reckless abandon into some, you know, into another scenario. Um, yeah. Immediately. Heartbreak. <laughs> immediately. immediately. Where is it? Where is she? <laughs> yeah. Immediately <laughs> from there. Exactly. Well, yeah, I would have to say like, especially if you're going through that rejection to, I mean, not to say that like, I'm not trying to say this in like a promiscuous sense, but there's always somebody better. You know, if if somebody, you know, rejects you for people, I guess we're going into that territory right now. Uh, You know, don't beat yourself up about that. Yeah, no, it's not strike against you just because someone doesn't, you know, like jive with whatever it is that you're like or whatever you know there's, there's always going to be someone this there's so many people out there it's like someone's going to mm-hmm. like you someone's going to love yeah. you someone's going to be yeah. drawn to you in the way that you are and your quirks and your like natural whatever yeah it is. and so isn't that isn't that funny I, I i didn't think about that too it's because remember how i was saying that like you project all this stuff under and you only like talk to her for five minutes or something like that right right yeah yeah and you in a five minute conversation, you have no idea who that person is. You have no idea who that no. girl is, you know, yeah, you and then yeah. like you think that this person is like an angelic rose, mm-hmm. no faults yeah. at all is perfect for you. And then mm-hmm. once you have more conversations, preferably like with other people and maybe even alone, 
more often than not, like 99% of the time, because this happens with most girls that guys meet, right? Let's not kid ourselves here. After you talk with them a bunch of more times, you realize, I don't like her. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well there's something about that, right? When we were, when we have this natural infatuation for somebody and when we're crushing hard on somebody, we kind of put them up on a pedestal almost. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's like they're above humanity. Like they're not, they're not human. They're like above that. Because I see them and they're just, oh, like, look at this person. When deep down, they could be broken in different ways or, or maybe toxic uh, and mm -hmm. harmful for you and harmful for your scenario. And then, mm -hmm. you know, that's why it's so important that I think people have to be friends first. Like, I really, mm -hmm. truly believe that, like, you should always be a friend with someone you desire to court or to, to, to date. Um, yeah. And that way you truly know who they are. And like, you're still going to hold them up higher because you're, you you know, you, you love them and you have a crush on them or whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, but the more you get to know their heart, the more likely you can see the true colors of an individual, yeah. the more like humanity you can kind of pull out of another person. Remember that locker story I was telling about where I'm just like, uh, uh, hot, bye. <laughs> You know, yeah. like, because, you know, you get nervous because you only talk to them for a couple because you see them as just, like, pure person. Mm -hmm. And then, lo and behold, like, a month later after you see uh, or have, like, a couple more conversations with that person, they say something that's incredibly, uh, like, in my in my own case, uh, mm -hmm. they said something incredibly gross mm -hmm. and uncouth for I think a woman that should ever say like this incredibly lewd sexual comment. And I'm just like, yikes. Like my whole, like the glass brain like broke. I, I totally just like, what did I waste my time on? Yeah. Yeah. There's that too. And then, the, you know, so that's why I think it's important to get to know people definitely prior to that, have, have good friendships before you, mm -hmm. you dive into that, to that world. Yeah. All right, Joe. So I want to kind of shift this a little bit if I can. Is that all right? If we shift the sure. conversation here. So the direction I want to talk about is like is like how how we as men respond and how we like react to love and to like romanticism, right? So yeah, I think naturally, good. I think naturally men are kind of more like outward lovers in the sense of 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 how we how we give of ourselves and how we kind of fawn over women and fawn over people that we are attracted to it's kind of like a, it's mm -hmm. like an outward expression right and i feel like women tend to be more inward like an inward like a receptivity mm -hmm. to our outward love right okay and so i think that's and it's very just you know it can be broken down to our very you know natural biology right so we're outward mm -hmm. and women are inward um, right and i think you know, so women have a tendency to want to be like nurtured, right? To like to, to be seen uh, and not just like looked upon, but to be seen, to like okay. to be known as opposed to just be thought of. Um, women like to be loved as opposed to just being, being liked or like recognized mm -hmm. or whatever it mm -hmm. is. And so I think men, on the other hand, we kind of have this desire for this like to be to be known as well, but also to be affirmed. And to be yeah, like respected, respected, yeah. right? And to 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 for us to to be to our work to be affirmed and and all that. Yeah, um, we had an episode about what do men want. I remember your wife was there. Like men want a cheerleader, a yeah, cheerleader, yeah. like a validation for not exactly. only like who we are as a person, but also our goals, because that's an extension of what ourselves are. Right, and for us to be proud of who we are, which is the, yeah. to say that we're respected, right? And so, what 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 I would say, and what I've heard it broken down as, is like women desire love, 
and men desire respect, right? Okay. Women desire love and men desire respect. And so I think okay. the best relationships and, and for, for, for men out there who are single, like what, what I would say, it's, it's one of the most important things to learn about women is to like mm -hmm. learn to love them. Yeah. Don't just learn to respect them. Like you should respect them and you should treat them well and beautifully, but you should yeah. learn how to love. You should learn how to love women. Okay. Now, when and you that say means like doing something, yeah. so, sorry, Joe. So that means no, like doing ahead. something um, that sometimes doesn't always come naturally to us because you tend to give what you desire, right? So yeah. men want respect. So we tend to give respect, right? And right. Especially kind of in, in the context of relationships and romantic relationships. And, and mm -hmm. women tend to do that too with love. Like, they want love, so they give love, as opposed now to. Now you're not respect. saying like don't disrespect women. No, no, right? no, no, no. I'm not oh, saying okay, the opposite. Okay. I'm not saying you shouldn't love. I'm not saying you shouldn't respect. Like what oh, I'm okay. saying is like so, I, and I and I find this a lot with with my relationship with my wife. It's like I desire respect so much from my wife, and she mm -hmm. desires love so much from me because that's what she she desires. And so at times there can be this like this this um, not fighting it's just like we're kind of button heads a little bit at like what we're trying to get at and, and, and to receive because she mm -hmm. wants to receive love and i want to receive respect and we're both not really willing to give like she's not willing to give the respect and i'm not willing to give the love because i want to give respect you know so there's kind mm -hmm. of this like thing and then the moment that you realize and, and and learn to 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 break down how you are like giving to giving love um I'm not saying that I'm not being very articulate here, but what I'm saying is like we desire respect, so we tend to give respect. But when we learn to give love instead of just giving the respect that we think we're going to re receive, uh, is when I think the true like romanticism can can occur. Like to 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 snuggle with your your bride or to snuggle with your um, you know your girlfriend is like because it means so much to them because they love that. And doing it because they love that is like a gift and you know in amongst itself you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> so i was kind of drawn out but yeah yeah i i think i get what you said the best boyfriend is uh is the one who gives love in response to the girlfriend's uh love language the best that's yeah. actually what we mean here yeah i know yeah you said it in one sentence and i took like five minutes to say <laughs> that that's what comes from being an outsider looking in yeah 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 no, definitely and obviously we're saying there's nuance to everything so everyone feels differently about everything but uh i think in a general sense this could be seen as true that men want respect and women want love now obviously there's love languages and everyone has different yeah love, love yeah everyone's got like their physical touch and, the, and then if you really want to go overboard and talk about enneagrams so the pyramid's great scheme that that is um <laughs> or you know like your zodiac signs oh i have a little bit of neptune in my yeah, no, uh no. in in my so I, I don't know what the heck any of that means and a lot of it is just a pyramid scheme uh, I did you know I used to look at that stuff like oh in relation to like relationships like your your zodiac set before I became a Christian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stuff's all. You're gonna yeah. have a three star day out of five. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, it's all nuts, nuts so stuff. But um... I'm 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 predestined. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So if we were to break down how to be romantic, Joe, and if we were to break it down into like to the summer, like a summary, 
what would you say? Like, how do, how would, how would you be romantic? Well, I think a lot of it starts from the actions that you take, uh, because it's what you do that defines you. I'm a big proponent of that statement. Thank you, Batman Begins, for saying it in one sentence. Um, <laughs> but seriously, what you do defines you. It actually, it, even if you're faking it, you'll eventually be able to become that type of person that you want to be. For example, if you desire uh, to become an attractive person to the opposite sex, you know, uh, being the type of person be that is gentlemanly, for example, uh, you know, holding the door for the woman, not, you know, necessarily having her uh, open the door for herself or something like that. Being that type of person that, you know, regularly is hygienic, actually has an apartment that has that is furnished. Uh, because if you're just having a deck chair in your apartment eating uh, ramen noodles and you expect uh, the girl to come into your world because your home is your world essentially you're not going to be a very marketable choice and essentially even if like you're in the best heart of, of hearts you know it's not going to translate well uh if you intend to attract a mate you know uh so essentially what i'm saying is be intentional about the person that you desire to be look for the end result still be that planner because that's inherently what guys are but work your way backwards into how am I going to achieve that? How am I going to be that type of person? Don't dwell on the outcome. Like, oh, I want to be 87 years old when I die surrounded by all my kids. Yeah, don't fixate on that. Just work your way backwards. Okay, where do I find this woman? Okay, go to church. Go to, you know, if, if you're politically minded, go to like those political rallies, Democrat or Republican, I don't care. Uh, go to the places where you will attract the type of person that has the same interests as you. You're not going to yeah. find that person uh, sitting alone. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, I mean, involved, at least if, you know. uh, I mean, at least if you're on, maybe if you're online dating, but that's a pyramid scheme in itself too. So never mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, it works for some people, but fair um, enough. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think just involvement, getting involved with people, especially those with with, with common interests. So like, you know, in college, you would have groups of like, you know, you, you have your clubs um, and stuff like yeah, that. Everybody's and in the that's same a good way. Area. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to get to know people, right? So when you when you uh, like begin with a common interest in mind, mm -hmm. um, as opposed to like I I would avoid like bar scenes because that's just like it's just inviting danger <laughs> into yes. relationships, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just it's mm -hmm. just setting this precedent of like yeah, I don't really care, like I'm just gonna try to find somebody or whatever, um, yep. and they may not have that same interest or whatever, but. Um, yeah, yeah, and that's all great, John. I really like your your line there saying like, you know, if you just start acting like a certain person, like you will become that certain person. So there's this line that I love. It says, act like your future self, right? So you should mm -hmm. act like your future self. It's a, it's a cognitive, it's a cognitive cognitive dissonance or something. It's like this this mm -hmm. um, psychological term, and I'm not claiming to be a psychologist, so take take this for what it is. But if you begin to act like a certain individual, your brain will get used to the actions and will get used to the, the the circumstances that you're in to then trigger like that that to become your reality okay um so cognitive dissonance happens is when you like think a certain way but you you live in like incongruently incongruently 
when you, mm -hmm. but you like, it, but your life is in opposition to how you're thinking and feeling and believing, which causes yeah. tension and stress and anxiety and like a lack of identity, right? So right. when you're able to to act like how you think you're acting and to become, right. like it's easier to become who you long to be. So if that means if you're overweight, like act like a fit person, walk around, go do exercises, eat better. And then and you affirm, will become and affirm healthy. that like, and yeah, and say to yourself, I'm a healthy person. I'm a romantic yeah, exactly. person and that you will become it. Uh, the same with being attractive, like, like take yeah. care of yourself, like do what a healthy, like attractive person would do. Like shave your beard if it looks bad, like, <laughs> like, you know, cut your hair if it looks bad, like take care of yourself and then you'll yeah. start being like that, you know? I think there's also one last thing that we've neglected to say too. You know how you said start acting like this type of person too. Mm -hmm. We are our friends. Our yeah. friends, oh, yeah. uh, oh, our, yeah. our friend group is uh, essentially the person that we will become too. So if you notice that you have, because it's, it's all in direct relation uh, to ourselves as a whole. If you notice that your friends uh, are not the type of people that you want to see yourself being, uh, there's no harm and there's no shame in, you know, not just immediately cutting them out, but, you know, trying to find other opportunities um, and other social gatherings uh, that are more in tune with your goals. Uh, eventually people will get the message. Maybe they'll even come along the journey with you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's that old adage that says bad company corrupts good morals, right? So if you, mm -hmm. you desire to be a good person, don't surround yourself by bad people. And and then especially if you're looking for relationships, because then people see that and, and women have a tendency to like good people. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know like it's not common like to hear that. But if you want like a good girl, if you're seeking out a wife, like you just you got to be a good guy. You got to have to be a good mm -hmm. man because because she's she's not going to come if you're um, not a good man or at least if you don't surround yourself with good people. But okay yeah because because if you don't want to surround your like show her the people that you usually hang out with chances are that's you got to look inward and say this is a pretty big red flag and i can already recognize i got to change up my situation yeah exactly exactly yeah. so i'd rather be alone than in bad yeah. company right and then the last thing i will say um about all this like how to be romantic is anticipate one another's needs right anticipate mm -hmm. someone's needs like, I think that that goes a long way for people, especially when when um, your partner is like a act of service type of love language or like likes yeah. when you do things for them. Mm -hmm. um, if you anticipate their needs and like it just speaks r really highly about how you think about them, how you feel about them and your willingness to, to love and to serve. Right. Um, and that's can be seen as a very romantic thing to do. Um, I think this is one of my favorite conversations that we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, case in point, you know, we've done a lot of conversations. We've said a lot of things that were more in the negative, uh, talking about, you know, current culture these days. And, you know, there's a time and a place for that, obviously. Uh, but talking about these things are more relevant to the individual, uh, and even, uh, society as a whole. And I, th I think us framing it into something that people can actually go forth and do instead of just framing it as complaining. Uh, I think that's a really good change for us, if that makes sense. Yeah, because our culture is very much into complaining without any sort of action.
left. So let's, let's or even or even just showing or even just showing that they are quote unquote good people without exactly acting on them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm very happy at this. And for people that are joining, uh, if they are joining now or joining uh after the fact, uh thank you all for coming on for this. Uh so what we want you all to do right now is follow us on Twitch. Subscribe to Feeling Granted Podcast. Uh, follow us also on Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And uh, we are on other mediums such as uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can see everything in the link in our Instagram bio. And uh, just to give you guys a little bit case in point, we live stream every Sunday. So that live stream today was obviously us talking about how to be more romantic. March 20th is going to be called What is Man? We have a special guest coming in. March 27th, that is a subject that is to be determined. April 3rd to close out, to start off, actually, I should say, to start off April 3rd. The title is Where Have All of My Friends Gone? So I'm very excited for what is coming up for Feeling Grounded Podcast. Please tune in and hit that notification bell. And also comment on the video or the post that we uh, do for our next episode, indicating that you'll be there. Or indicating also that you guys have a question that you guys want us want us to address. Ask anything because you've got questions. You're feeling grounded. That's what our whole motto is based on. I appreciate you guys. I can also speak for Josh that he appreciates you guys. Is that true, Josh? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you guys for watching. Tuning in. Yeah. I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You've got questions? Yo, feeling grounded. Take care, you guys. We'll see you next Sunday at 3. Peace out, guys.